With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And we're back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour. Today is Thursday, November 15, 2012. We have a special guest today. We are joined by Lenny Wentz, CEO of My Rubber Arm, Inc. Lenny, are you out there? Hey, Steve. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, I'm here and ready to go, man. All right. As always, as always, as I remember you. And welcome to the Vondren Legal Hour, where we talk about business and real estate issues and try to give people some information about what's going on out there, out in the trenches, where people get up and start companies and get ideas and take things like Grandma's Secret Recipe and turn it into turn it into a business. So we're out here talking about those kinds of issues today. We're also joined by Frontline Lisi. Are you out there? Yes, I am. Hi, everybody. All right, and welcome back to the show. Okay, so today uh, we have, as I mentioned, a special guest, Lenny Wentz, and uh, I used to play ball, Lenny, back in the days. I went, and I had to actually go look it up. It's pretty sad, but it's been so long. Uh, I had to actually look up what year it was, and uh, I remember the the times together. I remember the games together. I remember, I believe we won a championship together, if I recall correctly. Yep, and, that's right. Uh, yeah, and I think that was back in eighty nine, ninety is is kind of what I what yep. I noticed. It sound about right? Yep. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and you played second base, you played uh you well you played some middle infield too. You yep. played some short and second, right? That's right. Short and second anywhere they'd let me get on the field. <laughs> I agree. I put me in coach, I'm ready to play. That's right. So yeah, and uh and so we played back in the day and um you know and and uh I remember, you know, I could tell you, I could speak for myself, and maybe, maybe you have a similar story. But I remember, you know, when you when you go from college ball uh, into playing pro ball, where it becomes your, you know, in college you're playing what three, four times a week, and then you go into pro ball. And uh, in, in, in you and I were in the Cincinnati Reds organization, but when you go into pro ball, you're now you're playing every single day. You're you're you know you're doing you know quite a few games over the course of a year. What I recall is you know always going out. We take our infield outfield, and it seemed like towards so, towards sort at some point your arm started hurting, and you know I sort of the common practice back then, at least for me was, you know, pop an Advil and, and rub some stuff on your arm and, and uh, you know, and that's just was sort of like just the routine practice. Did you have something similar to that? Yeah, I mean, we played 150 games or so, just depending on whether we went to the playoffs or not. And, 
Yeah, same thing. I remember taking, Steve, I remember popping about anywhere from 8 to 12 Advil a day. And that's I remember wow. thinking back on that. But it was our job. So, I mean, that's what we had to do. So that's kind of you do what you got to do to to get your paycheck and help your team win. So, yeah, I remember that, and especially August. Remember the dog days of August, man? The dog days of August, yeah. I, I remember in particular uh, South Carolina. I don't know if we were there on the, in the same year because yep. I think you, you and I were sort of one year off on the, on our tracks. But, um, you know, I remember just – just mosquitoes and bugs and everything. I couldn't I couldn't even barely see the ball and that and it was so soggy and wet my my jersey was soaking wet my shoes were wet socks were wet but yeah those those were the days though <laughs> you're exactly right I I you know I remember South Carolina I was in the Sally League so you know we yeah. played together in Charleston so I might have been there with you yeah, and I think you probably were, and uh, you know, like I said, I, I wish my memory's a little bit better, but uh, you know, we're talking, you know, twenty, twenty, uh, over twenty years now, so uh, time flies. And now you played, you, we both played with Trevor Hoffman, correct? Yep, yep, sure did. Dan yeah. Wilson. And I was, yeah, and I was just down in San Diego, and I saw it was at the Omni Hotel. I was down there for a conference, and I saw a pair of his cleats there in a glass case. Trevor Hoffman had some dirt on it. And I was, and, you know, this is like a really nice hotel, and I was going, man, I should have asked him for a pair of those cleats way back when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think when we played with him, he was a middle infielder, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. He was out of uh, University of uh, Arizona, and uh, yeah, he was a shortstop, and yep. uh, he had a great, as you as you remember, had just an awesome arm, and and. Uh, I, the story I tell people, I don't know if it's the same that you tell, is I don't remember him ever making a bad throw. I don't know if I'm exaggerating, but that's what I recall. Is yeah. He always just hit that first baseman right on the numbers every time. That that's. Yep. So now you played about three or you played what three four years with, yep. with the Reds. Yeah, so. and then I got traded to the Padres. So I got. Oh, you uh, did. Yeah, I, I went to the Padres. Uh, the year after, well, I think it was ninety three, ninety four, and uh, I got hurt down there. Uh, they moved me to third. I was in a trade with Sheffield Brett Boone. I was the player to be named later. <laughs> so uh, nobody knows about that. But um, so I went to third, and then I got hurt less than a month after that. And I noticed, in, in looking at your stats, uh, you had one year uh, outstanding. Hit uh, three thirty seven. Looked like one year. Yeah. I, I, Awesome. Yep, had a good year. That may be in the year I got traded. Um, I can't remember what year what year it was, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything, Steve. I still think about that, and um, I don't know what else we could do for a living better than that. I agree with you. If only it would last forever, I yeah. tell you. <laughs> Now, out of curiosity, because I know, because uh, I used to do a little catching. I was actually drafted yep. as a catcher, and I had just one one small little problem in front of me. A guy named Dan Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but you know, all my all my days of catching and this and that, I still have back pains. I don't know if you still have gain, uh, pains from from back in the day. Do, do any that you? Yeah, mostly say? feet and knees for me and hip. So, um, you know, and I had I had a rotator cuff, so that. And I had surgery. That's what ended my career. So, I, yeah, I hurt all over, Steve, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's the joys of getting older, yeah. I, I suppose. Um, so tell me a little bit, uh, Lenny, about your your company. You, From what from what I know and, and talking to you, 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 you had mom, you know, Grandma's Secret Recipe, yep. and you, you basically decided at, at some point 
this is the way to go. Let's start a company, and she's on to something here. Yeah, well, it's funny how it got started. Actually, I was skiing in West Virginia, Snowshoe, West Virginia, and I first trip down on the, the diamond slopes, hit some ice, and went over the edge and um, hit a tree and tore oh. my hip flexor in my right leg. I limped around for about two years. And finally, after that, go, I went to UVA, and they said, uh, we're going to have to cut you here, do this and this. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was 40 years old at the time. Um, you know, i got to think about this. Could you give me a cortisone shot? And hopefully that will. So I did that, and about a year later started coming back. And I just said, look, I, I remembered, you know, maybe I'll make a batch of Grumall stuff up and see how it works. And honestly, Steve, since that day, I – I have not suffered with it, and um, that's one reason why we were able to, you know, bring it to the FDA. I, I took it around to some of the baseball players in this area. We had the World Series here that year, and the 11, 12-year-olds, and I shared it with a couple of the teams from Florida and the teams in Virginia. They had some real good pitchers, and the parents honestly twisted my arm enough to where I said, all right, I'll do this, and, and that's really how I got started, submitted it and uh, the rest is history. That's great. Now, so you know, how, now when did you first start your company? I mean, we, we, how, how long have you been in business? So we we actually kind of got the company going in September of 2011. So it's only been about a year and a month or two. Um, we actually started it before the uh, FDA approval. So we didn't really. It really wasn't. It was just myself. And, you know, a couple other guys that had tried the product that had invested and they wanted to get involved at the ground level. And so we started a, a corporation. One of the guys is a lawyer. One of the guys is a friend of mine is a lawyer. And he said, Lenny, we need to do this now. You know, you need mm-hmm. to do it if you're going to do it. So he was able to set up everything for me. And, you know, I had worked on the formula and things like that, you know, for a year or so before that. And, uh, we got the call on December 8th. I'll never forget it. We got the call from the FDA saying that our product was approved and uh, we could start marketing. And so that, and then you got to get geared up, you know, with production and all the other things that come along with that. But it was mm-hmm. a great day for us. All right. Well, let me ask you a couple questions. It sounds like, uh, you know, it's got to be an awesome feeling. I'm, I'm sure, be, being that you're working with the government, I'm sure there wasn't a overnight thing, and I'm sure it wasn't just a matter of signing here and submitting a, a, a form and a fee. I'm sure there was more to it. But let me ask you real quick, before okay. you talk about the FDA, you is your form, so you say you have a formula. Is it like, a, do you have, like, is this a trade secret? It is. Is it like the Colonel's Secret Recipe? It is. It's a trade. We... So I had patent attorneys, and I, you know, I had a, a bunch of people involved at this. When we once we, before we submitted, actually, uh, because of the lawyer that I have involved, he said, you know, let's make sure we do this right because if we submit it the wrong way, the formula can become public, mm-hmm. and uh, if we don't want that to happen. So, if you to do a patent, you know, we really had thought about getting it patented. Well. Uh, in order to get it patented, you have to show superiority to, or, or at least that you're better than some of the products that use the same ingredients or similar ingredients that you have. And if you don't show that, then your formula becomes public knowledge. Mm-hmm. And so my patent attorneys were like, you know, Lenny, this is kind of like Kentucky Fried Chicken. 
Uh-huh. Uh, they have a trade secret. Nobody will ever know it. And we suggest that you go that route. And, um, you know, once you get more established and have more income, if you want to go back and try to patent it then, they said, but we, we really don't see any because we had already started the paperwork for the patent, and they reviewed it, and, were, hmm. and they, they came back and told me, let's just go the trade secret route. So that's what we did. Yeah, and the other thing about a patent is, is correct me if I'm wrong, in, in speaking with your patent lawyer, I'm, I'm certainly not a patent lawyer, right? Um, but you know, you would have a, a limited monopoly, yep. a limited, limited right to exploit. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Well, Lenny, if you'll do me a favor, just hold on tight here. I've got to go to a commercial break. I'll be right back. That's, that's good, Steve. The Law Offices of Stephen C. Vondren is a business, real estate, and intellectual property law firm. When your assets are on the line, call Attorney Steve. From corporate services and contracts to high-stakes litigation, we've got your back. Call us at 877-276-5084 or find us on the web at attorneysteve.net. That's attorneysteve.net. You are listening to the Vondren Legal Hour, where you will learn everything you need to know to sound profound at cocktail parties and impressive around the water cooler. If you have something to say, don't be shy. Call right now and speak your mind. The toll-free number is 877-774-3195. That's 877-774-3195. And now, back to the Vondren Legal Hour with attorney Steve Vondren. Okay, and we're back with Lenny Wentz, CEO of My Rubber Arm, Inc., and we're talking a little bit about trade secrets and how he started the company and basically took Grandma's secret recipe, if, if I may uh, call it that, and turned it into a company and, and some of the challenges that he went through. So tell me a little bit, uh, Len, about the uh, FDA approval process. I mean, what is, is that a, is a simple thing? Is it is it filling out a form and sending in a fee? Is there back and forth negotiations? How does that work? Yeah, it's it's some it's somewhat complicated to be honest with you. Uh, before getting involved, I'd been in the biotech industry, so I was I'm somewhat familiar with the process at a larger scale. I'd never done it you know, at an individual, my product scale, but uh, they have a lot of rules and regulations. So uh, just to give you a kind of a brief summary of it, uh, when you use, when you submit for an OTC or over-the-counter product, there are different rules than there are for a prescription product, like some of the products that your listeners may get through their pharmacy may only be available through a prescription. And then there are other products you know, for example, some of the muscle rubs and some of the other things that they can just go purchase off the rack or the shelf. They're called over-the-counter. So there are different criteria for each one, and we decided to go with the OTC or over-the-counter criteria. And what it is is you have to meet certain guidelines that are set in the FDA OTC monograph, and that is a large document that tells inventors like myself uh, what percentages of active ingredients can be combined together, what inactive ingredients can go in the formula, which ones can't go in there. And so you, you kind of have to look at that with a chemist. And uh, if your formula fits the guidelines, then you have to prove that your active ingredient levels meet the percentages that are required. And So it's, it's pretty technical, and, and I couldn't have done it without 
the chemist that I have in, in the manufacturing facility that I have that's FDA approved. So a lot of paperwork, uh, a lot of rules and regulations that you have, have to fit, and a pretty expensive process. And you had a lawyer uh, basically on your team that was sort of guiding you through that process, right? I did. I did. I had a, I had a lawyer that, you know, would look through the documentation for us, and, and we had a whole team, believe it or not, and that kind of helped to make sure that we were dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. Um, you know, it, it it's a pretty expensive process, but you have to do it correctly or your submission would, you know, you wouldn't get approval, and then you have to start all over, and, and uh, that you just don't want to have to go through that. So we took our time, and lo- we actually got approval the first time. So we were one of the very few that that happens with. But I don't want to mislead anybody. We did probably ten formula changes before we even submitted. So Okay, so it is, it's definitely an involved process, lots of details, um, in, in general, I don't want to. I don't want to ask you how much you pay, but in general, are we talking over fifty thousand, under fifty thousand? Oh, tremendously over. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So so it's a it's a really really big involved process. So, so you really have to be thinking about having in, in, backed by investors. You really yeah. have to have some market research studies. You really have to know what you're doing before you would commit to that. And that's it's what it sounds like. Yeah, and luckily. 15 years in the biotech industry, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I didn't know completely. Trust me, I'm still learning. You know, it's a process that when it's your baby, you learn a lot more than when, you know, you're selling it for someone else. But well, uh, it, it, it's it's definitely a process. But it's been educational, and, and I've enjoyed it. Good for you. And now here's the other thing I wanted to ask, because uh, I noticed in some of the emails that you and I sent back, and forth, and thank you, by the way, for sending the samples that you sent. You have not only the the creams, but also you have the roll-ons. And I know uh, Lisa, she, she'll tell you she's used a few. I've used a few. They feel great. Uh, definitely uh, relaxes my my uh, heats it up really nice and feels great. So, um, but thank you for sending those. But I noticed in sending my emails back and forth uh, with you, you use this word indicated uh, quite frequently. Right. And I think, and, and I don't know what that means, but I think it's probably a technical term where you can you're only indicated for certain things after you get your approval. Do I have that process right? Yeah, you're exactly right. So when the FDA, you know, gives you a, an approval, they give you an approval for certain disease states or for certain to work on certain things. So for us, we are like you said, are very specific. We are indicated in arthritis. We work on arthritis, uh, backache, strains, muscle sprains, bruises, and cramps. So when we speak to people about what do we work on, we're kind of held in that realm. You know, that's kind of our safety zone. We really can't go out. Like I have people ask me every day about rheumatoid arthritis. You know, Mm -hmm. do you work on rheumatoid arthritis? And I, in my response and my sales reps' responses are always, you know, we are indicated for blah, blah, blah. Um, we have had patients that say it works for them, but our indications are very specific. Okay. Now, when you say that, does that mean in your advertising you would want to sort of limit yourself to the things you're indicated in? Is that kind of how you yeah. look at the world? or? Yes, we, we are very, very much... Uh, Keep it in those guidelines, the FDA guidelines for what you're indicated. Uh, 
you know, you don't ever really want to get the FDA looking at you uh, because once you do that, they can find something that you're doing wrong, and uh, they it can be very expensive. Uh, you know, there are numerous cases where drug companies have been fined, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars for promoting off-label is what it's called. So you have to, mm-hmm. you know, based on your label, what can you say and what can you do? Interesting. So like everything else, it's regulated and you got to watch your P's and Q's and marketing and what you're doing and, and make sure you're sticking to the script, so to speak. That's exactly right. Interesting. Okay, and uh, a couple other things. Uh, being that you're, you you know, you have a, did you go through the process of getting like a trademark for? Yes, uh, we your, did. We yeah, are okay. we are trademarked for our uh, logo, which is our, the duck logo that we have, and also for rubber arm. That is also our trademark. So we own the trademark for both of those. Okay, excellent. Okay, and just a couple other questions. So I noticed on your website that you had Made in the USA, which uh, I think in this day and age is great to see. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so that that's it's really something we're proud of because if you look in our market basket, the Bengays, the Tiger Bombs, the Icy Hots, those are our competitors. None of them are actually made in the United States or in America. They are distributed. So I would say to your listeners that when you pick up a label, be careful if you you know if you're going to buy something it has to be made in the US, not distributed in the US because there is uh, they're they're kind of playing on the words right there. What they do is they would sell to a distributor maybe in Tennessee or California and that distributor would get it out in the United States. Uh, rubber arm is made and distributed in the USA. We have a manufacturing facility in Texas. Our headquarters is in Madison Heights, Virginia. Uh, we are totally, you know, made and distributed right here in the U.S. And, and in today's world and economy, uh, that's good because we help to generate employment and jobs for the people that live here. So we're very proud of that. We stamp that uh, everywhere we can, and we hope people will buy our product because of that, just, just to try it. And then once they try it, uh, we feel like, you know, they'll get the relief that they need from their aches and pains. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, I actually, I've used it. I'm a, I'm a true believer in it. I actually had a, I pulled something in my neck, and I had to go to California, and I was, the whole drive, I was in so much pain, and Steve said, you got to take this, take it, put some on your neck. I didn't, I didn't end up putting it on until I went to bed that night. Sure enough, when I woke up in the morning, it was, the pain was gone. And, yeah. You're not paying me to say that, so <laughs> it does work. It does well, work, and you know what I like about it? I like that when you put it on, it gives us it, it gives a different tingling sensation yeah. than yeah. a Bengay or something, almost like a peppery feeling. It's kind of it's kind of a cool sensation. Right. Well, and to be honest with you, the the difference in our formula is we actually have some very special moisturizers and some changes in the molecular makeup of our products, and that's why we're different. We use only cosmetic-grade ingredients and only the purest forms. So our product is much more expensive to make than the other products, and I'm not just saying that, you know, to say it. Um, We did that. We could not be a Me Too. A Me Too is just like someone else because when you come into a marketplace like this, you got to be different, and so... Luckily, the formula 
does some special things that makes us different. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, and, and, and Lenny, a couple other things um, real quick here. I know you're busy and got to get running here. Um, social media, how does that play a factor in your business? Is that something you guys use? I noticed you had a uh, Facebook fan page. It looked like you had quite a few likes on there. Yep. Is that something that's an important part of your business, or how much time or do you devote to that? Is that, is that a, an important, crucial aspect, or just something you you know put a little bit of time into? Well, I think it's very important, and it's so important that I uh, today we just started with a new marketing organization that is going to ramp that up for us. I think Twitter and and Facebook today, you know, are huge. And for in order for us to get where we need to be, I, I think we need to capitalize on that. I have not done a very good job with that because it's not my specialty. But I, I think we're at the point now in order to you know play with the big dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to get our name out there, and we need to get more retailers and distributors uh, to stock our product. And the the thing about rubber arm that is I, I'll be honest, we have never had a patient that has tried it to call back and said that they didn't like it. I'm sure it's coming. There'll be a day, <laughs> that, you know, that, that never say never. But, you know, That's we've right. been doing this for a while, and so far we've been very lucky. We haven't reached the masses yet, you know. that When we reach the masses, I'm sure that somebody will say, but just getting people to try it is the key for us. That's good. That's good. Now, so the the my rubber arm for for those who don't know in baseball, there's a term pitcher's got a rubber arm, right? That's right. Is that was that sort of the inspiration for for the name or? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. We were. But, I was sitting around with a bunch of guys trying to come up with a name because you know marketing is very important, and you got to come up with something catchy, and people you know, makes people say, "What was that? What's the name of it?" So we were. <laughs> Throwing out all these different names, and um, I had a buddy that's good friends with me, been in the industry with me for years, and he said, you know, something like, you know, how these guys have a rubber arm, and he, he didn't even realize it, and I said, you got it. He said, what? Mm-hmm. I said, rubber arm, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's hey, buddy, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, I, I refer to it as rubber neck. <laughs> well, it's because she used I it on her neck, why, that's why. I, yeah. They're not indicated for neck, by the way. Let me help you out there, Lenny. They're not indicated for the neck. So. Well, they are. If it's arthritis or muscle pain in oh. your neck, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there you go. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you got a muscle strain or pull, yeah, we're indicated there. So yeah. There you go. All right. And 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 what are some of the other challenges uh, with a startup? You know, we have we have people now. Now we live in a in a in a real tough economy. We hear about job loss all the time. We hear people saying, well, you know, maybe it's time for me to take my dream or my family recipe and start a business. And aside from you know, you have a unique situation with you know needing the FDA approval, which which thank you for pointing out is is not a simple process. It's not you know you have to have substantial investment to to make that happen. And the manufacturing and whatnot, but you know, what are the challenges aside from those kinds of challenges of, of just running a business? I mean, is it an employee issues? Is it marketing? Is it uh, getting the the name brand recognition? What's what do you feel like are, are the biggest challenges for you? I, I think it's brand recognition uh, and marketing. To be to be blunt, if you don't have that, you won't make it. So what we're trying to do now is we are trying to create a brand and a brand name that people recognize. And we think with our logo, it's a cool-looking logo, and the name, 
we've got something now is just getting it to the masses. So that gets back into the marketing aspect and being able to reach more and more people. And advertising is crucial, and it is very, very expensive. I mean, out of all of the things budget-wise that I was not anticipating, it is the advertising budget. Um, just to give you an idea of just so people will get an idea of what we do, for we have we've put all of our eggs in one basket kind of here on the East Coast. There is a syndicated radio show called The Big Show, John Boy and Billy. It's a bunch of redneck guys down in North Carolina that have two million listeners a day. Wow. And uh, we kind of fit right in there with them. <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of good old boys that, you know, work on the farm, drive trucks, work in construction crews, things like that, and they have a lot of aches and pains. And they had had some products similar to ours years ago, and they did very well. So we jumped on board with them and just our we, we put just to get started our investment in that was fifty thousand dollars. Wow, you're kidding. So that's yeah, and and that's not even that's not even six months worth. Uh, but Yeah, that, and it goes it goes fast like yeah. uh, like your gas in your car, right? Yeah, it does. And that contract is getting ready to come up and we we have to evaluate evaluate the return on investment, and um, you know that's something that we look very heavily at. And radio, TV, we've done it all. Uh, you know, mass marketing. I think um, the guys that we hired are very good at like email blasts and mass marketing, uh, Facebook, Twitter. So I'm I'm really excited about bringing those guys on board. I, I've learned over the time that if you're not an expert at something, and it's crucial to your business. You need to find an expert. So that's one of the things that I'm learning. That okay, Lenny, you're not an expert at this. Get some help. Yeah. Well, and you're right, and, and that's Lenny, well said. Oh, go ahead, Lisa. Um, where can now? Can we? Can you buy this product? Where can listeners yeah. purchase this product? So on the West Coast, we we don't have distribution there. We don't have any stores there, but we do ship all over the U.S. So it's um, www.myrubberarm.com, so M-Y-R-U-B-B-E-R-A-R-M.com. We ship all over the United States. It's only $2 shipping per order, so they can order as much as they want. The shipping charge is only $2. Uh, so that's one way on the West Coast and other places that you know don't have a, a retail store. We also have a... I guess a tab on our website that has a place where you can find a local store or find something near you. It, we do Google Map on that, and if you put in a city or a zip code, it would bring up anything within a 200-mile radius, or you could do it 10-mile radius. But that way, you could, you know, people could see what's close to them if they wanted to go to a store. And then we're and we're always looking for retail stores. You know, like Walmart, Walgreens, or the mom-and-pop pharmacies do really good with us. So uh, distributors, we just signed on with, you know, a really big distributor on the East Coast. But, you know, we need to move y'all's way, and it's just a time process. So if anyone out there, you know, would like to stock our product, um, you know, they can contact me through the website at MyRubberArm.com. 
That's awesome. So it's myrubberarm.com, and I also noticed it looked like you had some exposure in, uh, or some placement in Played Against Sports, which is a yeah. pretty big retail outlet as well. So check it out there, Played Against Sports, yep. myrubberarm.com. Check it out there, and as I say, we, you're, we have two people here. We're believers. Uh, you're also in the, in, I would say, in the sweet spot. Uh, you have not only athletes, but let's talk real quick, and I'll let you get going. On elderly, the fastest growing segment of society uh, right now is the 65 and over. And, you know, you and I have pains. Uh, I think we're about the same age, for, you know, 44, 45. Yep. Uh, there, you know, it's, so you're in, a, you're in a sweet spot. And, you know, I don't know anybody. I don't honestly don't know one person that doesn't have some sort of ache and pain. So, um, you know, it, I think it looks promising for you. Get yourself a good viral video, and I think you're good to go. Yeah, I need to do that. I don't know how to do that. I wish somebody could. <laughs> I wish I could get a viral video. That would be great. And that's yeah. the kind of thing it's going to take. So we'll work on that. And you're exactly right, Steve. The biggest opportunity for us in the, is in the arthritis market. Uh, you know, it's a 4.3 billion dollar industry a year. So, you know, when you start looking at it that way, yeah, it's a lot of people that can benefit from rubber arm. And we don't have to have you know 50 percent of that. Um, we'd like to, but you know, if you can just get a little bit of that market, uh, it can help a lot of people. Well, there you go. Well, that's all the questions, Lisa. Did you have any final questions? No, I think that's. I think that covers it. Okay. Well, Lenny Wentz, thank you so much, CEO of My Rubber Arm Inc. You can find him on the web at My Rubber Arm Inc. Or excuse me, MyRubberArm.com. That's MyRubberArm.com. Try out a sample of his products. He's got the creams and the roll-ons. We told you what they're good for. We've tried them. We really like them. Check them out. And, Lenny, thank you so much for your time and, and sharing your story and your experience with us. We wish you nothing but the greatest success moving forward and, and hope to have you on again uh, maybe in a few months. And let's, let's follow up and see how you're doing. Thanks, Steve. I, it's a pleasure being on the show with you. I really appreciate you letting me get on here and run my mouth a little bit. Lisa, it was nice meeting you. and. Anytime that uh, you invite me back, I'd be glad to come on. Excellent. Okay, well, everybody, thank you for listening to the Vonder and Legal Hour. We appreciate you showing up and listening and paying attention, and hopefully you learned something good today. We'll be back again with some good shows coming forward in the future. Thank you very much, everyone. Talk to you soon. Thank you. The preceding show consists of general legal information only and is not legal advice or a substitute for legal advice. Contact an attorney if you need legal advice. All information set forth on the show are opinions only and should not be relied upon as being accurate as the law is subject to interpretation and is constantly evolving. The law offices of Stephen C. Vondren is licensed to practice law in California and Arizona, and we only serve clients in these two states. This is an advertisement and communication pursuant to the state bar rules. Vondren Legal Hour, copyright 2012, all rights reserved.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.